guys, I'm Lucy, and you're listening to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of storytelling. I wonder what adventure awaits us today. And now it's time to thank our newest premium members. A big hello to Sophia and Alexis, who love the show from Chicago. Therese and her younger brother Casey from Oregon, and Laura Denning, who listens every night before bed from New Jersey. Hi, guys! It can be pretty tough to find a holiday gift that will keep your child excited long after the day they open it. With a KiwiCo subscription, you're giving so much more than a toy. They'll get a season of discovery and experiences delivered straight to their door. Each box is kid-approved by a crew of kid testers to ensure they're age-appropriate and seriously fun. My son received his robots encoding pack last week, and he loves it. He's literally spent hours programming the robots, solving the puzzles, and learning about the mechanics of it all. Encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. They won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. Give them the tools to learn new skills, build new experiences, and make new connections to the broader world. The best part? Watching their confidence grow as big as their smile. Give awesome this holiday season with KiwiCo. Get your first month of any crate line free at kiwico.com slash short stories. That's your first month free at kiwico.com slash short stories. And here is today's story request. Hi, Lucy. I'm Bodie Passy from Salt Lake City, and I would love a story where myself and my family, my mom, my dad, and my two dogs, Thelma and Zia, go on a galactic rescue mission to save a rainbow planet, which has lost its colors. The alert came through on the emergency screen, making Mom jump. She was lucky she hadn't spilled her coffee. What is it? shouted Bodie as he came running into the control center. Who needs help? He was eating a packet of Dr. Quigo's jelly beans. Give me a chance, smiled Mom, settling down her coffee cup. I've not even had a chance to look yet. Her eyes scanned the screen, reading the nature of the distress message. Is it space pirates? Or or is it somebody caught in the pool of a black hole? Asked Bodie eagerly. No, nothing like that, said Mom. This is very different. It seems that it's a whole planet that needs our help. A whole planet? Repeated Bodie as he ate another handful of jelly beans. We've never helped an entire planet before. What can the problem be that a whole planet needs our help? It's planet Wubnire, the rainbow planet. And oh dear, said Mom, somebody appears to have stolen all their color. Bodie scratched his head. How are we supposed to help with that? He asked. "Mm, I'm not sure, said Mom. But we can think about that on the way there. Come on. Mom and Bodie raced to the hangar where their spaceship, Galactic One, was being prepared for liftoff by Dad. 
Strap yourselves in, you two, he said, as Bodhi and Mum arrived in the cockpit. Space dogs Thelma and Zia were already safely in their harnesses. I'm in, said Bodhi. Me too, added Mum. Then we're away, said Dad, and eased Galactic One out of the hangar and into the darkness of space. Coordinates are punched in for Planet Wobnayer. Hyperspace in three, two, one. The spaceship lurched forward, traveling at a vast distance across space every second. So what are we going to do about a planet that's lost its color? Asked Bodhi. Hey, not just any planet, jumped in Dad. The rainbow planet itself. I heard it's one of the most beautiful places to visit in the whole galaxy. Not anymore, said Mum seriously. It's all shades of gray now. Every stone, every drop of water, even the sky. Oh, that's dreadful, Bodhi said crossly. Who would do such a thing? We might get an idea in a moment, said Dad, pressing buttons on his control panel. We're arriving now. The bright lights of hyperspace ended as quickly as they'd begun, dropping them into orbit around a dull gray ball of rock. There were swirling clouds, enormous landscapes, and vast oceans below them, and all just different tones of gray. Oh my, said Mum. Bodhi looked down at the Dr. Quigo's jelly beans still in his hand. There was more color in that tiny packet than in the entire planet before him. Call coming through on the main screen, said Dad, and no sooner had he spoken than the face of a Wabanarian appeared. This alien species usually had a bright pink and purple skin with large orange eyes the individual in front of them was nothing but gray all over. Thank you for coming, said the sad-looking Wabanarium. I am Diddly Yumdum. I sent you the distress call. Well, we came as fast as we could, said Mom. Can you tell us what happened? Well, we're still trying to understand it, said Diddly Yumdum. We all woke up this morning to the beautiful bright colors of the dawn. And it was looking like another wonderful day. Then a giant flew down from space on an enormous flying chair with tentacles like a jellyfish. Almost straight away, the tentacles began to suck the color right out of our world. Every single drop. And then what? asked Bodie, looking horrified. By the time our armies were trying to stop it, it was too late. The giant floated back into space and flew away, wailed Diddly Yum Dum. I can send you the coordinates if that helps. Yes, please, said Dad. We'll get after them right away. Oh, thank you, said Diddly Yum Dum, managing a weak smile. You should have them now. Good luck. Leave it to us, said Mum, and the call ended. Got them, said Dad, and I think I'm picking something up on the sensors. 
he pulled Galactic One in a tight arc and zoomed in the direction of the color thief. Whoever it is, they've not gone far. They're on that small planet up ahead. That's no planet, said Bodhi. That's a spaceship. None of the galactic rescuers had ever seen such an enormous spacecraft before. It really was gigantic, covered in pipework and chimneys. I can see what looks like a flight bay, said Dad. I'll take us in. Soon they were safely landed, and the five of them were piling out in their spacesuits, armed with their bubble guns. Space dogs Thelma and Zia were already on the move, and so the rest of the galactic rescuers followed. After a long corridor, they found themselves in a room taking up the entire insides of the giant spacecraft. Tubes and conveyor belts connected machines of all shapes and sizes. And there, towards the center of this extraordinary space, was the giant sat on his tentacled chair. The tentacles themselves were connected to a machine that was slowly filling with a swirling rainbow mix of all of the planet's color. Looks like we found our villain, said Bodhi. Let's get him, grinned Mum, and powered up her bubble gun. The five of them were all equipped with jetpacks. And as one, they launched into the air, aiming straight for the giant. Almost immediately, a swarm of robots rose up from where they were tending the machines to protect their master. Watch your backs, shouted Dad, and began blasting with his bubble gun. Huge bubbles scattered around him, and whenever they collided with a robot, they stuck sucking the robot inside the bubble to become trapped. In seconds, Mom and Bodhi were adding their bubbles to the spray. The robots didn't stand a chance. Soon there were hundreds bobbing around in the surrounding space. Space dogs Thelma and Zia hadn't wasted any time either. They'd used the diversion to race closer to the giant and were now using the lasers on their helmets to slice through the chair's tentacles. The giant roared at them, but he couldn't get away, as some of the tentacles were still attached to the machine. When Bodhi reached the dogs, he got his first good look at the big baddie. Bodhi thought he looked like an oversized red gorilla in a gold and silver suit. Oh, get away, you horrible space moths, bellowed the giant. You're ruining everything. We're not ruining anything, said Mom. We're just going to return the color you've stolen to its owners. Yeah, you rotten thief, growled Bodie. But you can't, yelled the giant alien. I'll be ruined. But it was too late, as the final tentacle was severed by space dog Thelma. Space dog Zia zapped the control panel on the giant's chair, causing it to power down. Oh no, that's it, it's over, wailed the giant. And to everyone's surprise, he burst into tears. Well, I wasn't expecting that, said Mom. What exactly were you hoping to do with all the color anyway? asked Bodhi. 
I'm sorry, but I needed it, sobbed the giant. Without it, I'm doomed. Yes, but what for, insisted Bodhi. The giant pointed a big red finger to a nearby conveyor belt, and there, moving along it, were thousands upon thousands of jelly beans. Bodhi gasped. Are those Duck Tequigo's jelly beans? He asked in surprise. The giant nodded. That's me, Mr. Quigo. But why do you, of all people, need to steal color? Dr. Quigo wiped his teary eyes. I'm a victim of my own success. The more jelly beans I make, the more people of the galaxy want to buy them. I can't keep up. I'm exhausted. I spend nearly all my days trying to buy enough ingredients. And the hardest thing to buy is coloring. But you can't just steal it, said Dad. That color belongs to the planet Wobnire. I know, nodded Dr. Quigo, his voice full of sorrow. I'll put it back, I promise. Even if it means your business is finished? asked Mom. Oh, yes, I, I can't go on like this. Look what it's done to me. <laughs> sniffed Dr. Quigo. Bodhi couldn't imagine a galaxy with no more Mr. Quigo's jelly beans or all the other sweet candy delights Dr. Quigo made. Say, Dr. Quigo, if we could help you get the color you need, could you carry on making jelly beans then? Dr. Quigo looked up and wiped his nose. I suppose so, he said. But who would want to help me after what I've done? Well, you just leave that to us, said Bodhi. But first, we need to get this color back to its rightful planet. Which is exactly what they did. And once Planet Wapnire was back to its bright and colorful normal, the negotiations began. The galactic rescuers explained to Diddly Yum Dum exactly what had happened and just how sorry Dr. Quigo was for his foolish actions. Diddly Yum Dum agreed to go and talk things over with his people, and less than an hour later, he was back with his answer. Dr. Quigo was convinced he was in big trouble, and to be fair to him, he was willing and ready to take his punishment. So, what he heard next came as something of a shock. We'd like to go into business with you, Dr. Quigo, said Diddly Yum Dum. Who, you? asked Dr. Quigo. Diddly Yum Dum nodded. Me and the entire planet, he said. We got a billion new rainbows every day here on Wapnire. We're happy to supply you with all the color you need to carry on making your jelly beans. And in return, we want to be business partners and share in your success. Dr. Quigo couldn't believe his ears. Well, this is wonderful news. Well, I don't deserve it, though. You're forgiven, said Diddly Yum Dum. If you agree, of course. And so that's how Planet Wabnire became one of the most colorful and one of the richest planets in the galaxy. And it's why the galactic rescuers always have plenty of Dr. Quigo's jelly beans. All they can eat forevermore.
the end. Thank you.